All right, everybody. Thank you for jumping on our Jumpstart podcast. I got my man, Tierra Brown, who's, who's just been a beast, traveling the country, did our BOM in New Jersey, just, you know, is becoming a sales managing machine. Loved your the my you know my favorite thing about your trip to Jersey was brother. What's that, man? When when you and I were sitting in my office and, uh, and we were talking about you know <laughs> what it's gonna take to continue to build your agency, and you <laughs> and you go that's it, and you put your thumb up and you walked out of my office like to me, you know you it just. It speaks a lot to who you are, Tierra. Like, you're just trying to figure it out. You're not looking to waste time. You're not looking to waste minutes, reps. But you're gonna work your butt off, and you're gonna, you're gonna figure it out. And I, you know, I really appreciate that. You know, because a lot of people sometimes are looking for a way for it not to work, and then validate the reason why they thought it wouldn't work. And you're looking for a way for it to work. And when you find it, you're 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 good with the question. So. Like, all right, all right, and then yeah. you want to go put into action. You're not going to spend the rest of, you know, the day for severing, and you're going straight to action. So I appreciate you for that, buddy. But overall, man, how you doing today, man? You good? I'm I'm good, man. I uh, had a lot of calls with my team. Uh, definitely after my visit there, things we're going to implement and take out. It's not like we're doing – it's not like we're in a bad place. Um, we're consistent. We just need now the consistency to grow. Love it. That's it. You said it. And I mean, a lot of people are in that same place in sales. Yeah. Like they're doing okay. They know they could be doing better and they just need to implement a few things to help it to grow. So if you could, um, can you talk about some of the things that you did to change your sales approach and put yourself on a killer trajectory? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, a couple of things personally, I had to, you know, I wanted to really focus on my team, team production, and getting people moving. Uh, so for the past couple months, I've really stepped back in, ter- in terms of doing my own personal production all day long. But instead, I'm very strategic on the times that I'm calling people. So when I'm doing telesales, I'm usually working like 8 p.m. to midnight almost every day calling all different coasts um, and I get a lot of sales in that way. And then I mix in a little bit of live call transfers on full production days, like Friday, Saturdays. Uh, but basically what it allows me to do is kind of have more free time during the day, Monday through Thursday, not to like go play golf or swim or whatever I like to do, but really just to pour into my team and be available for them for a thousand questions they have all day long and, you know, just basically pour in. Um, so that's, that's what it's been working for like the last month or two. Um, and if I, if I need to step up more production, I will, I just activate it another day of, you know, maybe I'll dial more on a Monday or more on a Tuesday, or if calls are slow, I'll just, you know, I'll start dialing out. It's not a big deal. Um, but my focus has really been on getting people moving from contracting and uh, getting implemented into, like, our system. I love it. Um, and you, you've you created a, a, a uh, somewhat of a telesales approach 
hybrid to this. Um, but a lot of your agents are doing telesales, and you guys are doing, you know, you're working all kinds of leads. But to you, what is the benefit of telesales, and why would someone think that that, why would someone say this should make, this, this makes a good decision for me? Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, the flexibility, yeah, you can be flexible. You can work from wherever. Everybody says that, right? But you still have to be crazy consistent with your schedule. The biggest, you know, that, that's probably the biggest thing that I think everybody could take away from this is you got to have a consistent, strict sort of schedule that you're going to stick to, you're going to tell your family about, that, like, hey, I'm not going to be available every single day from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. or whatever time you're working whatever critical times you're using to call and dial and one call close folks, like the people around you kind of need to know that you're going to be locked up in an office somewhere. You're going to be locked up in your house, you know, unbothered. Um, so that's the first thing, but I think um, you don't have to worry about your local, um, your local lead flow. Your local area is the United States. So <laughs> that, <laughs> You know, like in South Florida, if I run out of leads, no problem. I'm call, calling Jersey. If I get hung up a bunch of times on people from Jersey, I'll call Ohio, and I'll just start working my way out to the west. So there's leads everywhere, and you're going to probably have a few spots where you kind of like dialing more than others, and I have a few of those. Um, and there's all sorts of different lead sources you can run. Um you know, but you got to have a variety. You definitely have to have a mix-up of different leads for sure. No doubt. And when you look at a multiplicity of leads, you're, you're looking at having a strategy, you know, things that you're looking to approach from a certain perspective week in and week out systematically with consistency. You speak yeah. a little bit about lead strategy, consistency, and the money you invest weekly? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, for me personally, I'm probably doing between 800 and 1200 a week um, because I'm only dialing, you know, after 6 p.m. to, you know, 11 or 12 p.m. Um, Monday through Thursday. That's probably about $800 just those days, and then the rest of it is live transfers. Whatever happens on Friday, it happens. Um but when I have a new agent, basically what I do with them is I, I sit down and I figure out first, what's their why? How much are they looking to, like, what do they need to pay their bills at home, pay their leads, and, what's, and what they're looking for in the back end? Then we kind of strategize in terms of, like, this is your blueprint for you. This is how much you can, say, project to expect. You know, if you put in the work, if you're actually doing the time, if you're actually doing everything. Um this is kind of where your blueprint will take you for, for you to be successful. But on a low end, I have some agents that can only spend a couple hundred dollars a week and I just give them their reality. You know, a couple hundred dollars a week is going to give you only X number of a point, you know, X number of, of, uh, of leads and you might have to squeeze them to get something. But as soon as you do squeeze them enough and get something, you need to invest or double up and kind of double up in the front end, you know, to give yourself a better chance. Because um, and one thing I learned too late in this game was um, not when you don't invest in leads and give yourself a real chance, all you're doing is hurting yourself, hurting your own chances. Like I go mm. back to like 
no lie, podcasts that you did like, you know, two years ago that say 30 appointments a week, 30 appointments a week, 30 appointments a week. And then it like hit me like after six months of the business, why don't I just run 30 appointments a week? Like it would be so much easier because I always say, <laughs> no lie, I always say like if I run 30 or 40 appointments in a week or I have say 25 presentations on telesales, there's going to be five people flat out that are going to buy insurance, whether they were talking to me or the cookie monster, period. They were going to buy insurance <laughs> anyway, right? Fact. Flat out. And and Super then there's going to be five, there's going to be five people that are maybes. You know, those people that are maybes like, oh, I got to think about it. Oh, I got to check with this. Oh, I got to check with that. And in the beginning, you're willing to kind of let those maybes go by until you understand that you're never probably going to talk to them ever again. So you want to try to close them out right now. And then you're going to have, you know, five or 10 people flat out that are going to tell you, no, as soon as, as soon as you pick up the phone, they're already, no, they're not going to give you information. They're not going to give you that. But when you run 30 appointments, whether you're in the field or straight telesales, when you're doing telesales, you give 20, 25 presentations, you have a successful week period because you're going to sell something. That's crazy, bro. That's so true. Um, you know, it's like you, 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 your default mechanism says less is more, but the truth is more is more. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It, yeah, it totally is. And you just, it, it's to, everybody says it's a numbers game, but what does that really mean? So I give that exclamation, explanation of, you know, five, five, five for everybody's on my team. Like, you know, if you buy a hundred leads, you know, a lot of people expect to close 50% of them. No, you might close 8%. Maybe, maybe if you're good, you'll close 15%. But even if you close five or eight out of a hundred, you're still cash flow positive. You're still winning. And you, what you've done is you've battled the phones, you've gotten better at your rebuttals, you've learned along the process, you've sent me voice recordings of your calls, so I hear everything that's kind of going on, where you can better yourself, where you can improve. I criticize, you know, or constructive criticism for everybody, but really tell you how it is in terms of if you're being redundant or if you're coming across with your tonality in a in a in a wrong way or too strong or too soft or where you could improve. And then you, you use it again for the next week and then you learn and you get better. Adapt, wash, rinse, repeat, adapt. Yep. Over and over. Like for a lot of people, just like for me, this was a brand new adventure, right? Never done sales, never done insurance. You had to kind of learn along the way. But even when you're learning along the way, you're getting better. I mean, you're honestly getting better over time. But I think a lot of people kind of quit out before they give their chance, give themselves a chance to to get better or to allow some of the constructive criticism to kind of sink in. And if you just kind of hang in there and give yourself like a true chance, like any new job, like any new job you walk into, like if I wanted to be. I don't know. What else would I want to be? I can't think of anything. <laughs> anything other than selling insurance, to be honest. But um, mm-hmm. like if I if I wanted to be, you know, a mechanic, 
you know, obviously I'm going to school for mechanics, this and that, but any new job I walk into, there's going to be a hierarchy, a structure. I may not get everything right off the top, like, you know, the, the best shifts or the best assignments, or I may not get the way the office runs things, but over time I will get it over time. I'll get better over time. There'll be recognition. Um, I think people just in this role also, even with Teletales, you need to give yourself time to get better at it and correct your craft. I love it. And I think a lot of people, like you said, they don't give themselves time. What's the deal with this instant gratification, short circuit, it didn't work, I tried it. Um, like, what's the deal here? How are you coaching agents through that? <laughs> Like, first off, it's mindset. Going back to 100 leads, close, close, look, close one out of 100 leads. That's your goal. If you go one for 100, you're, you're positive. So I start off everybody with that simple mindset. Um, you know, next, next batch of leads you're buying, you get 100. All right, let's set a new goal. Let's try five. Let's get wild. Let's go five. They're going to go five for 100. Let's see what happens. They're wild. <laughs> and I say it with like you you know my tonality. I'm pretty yeah. even keel most of the time because we don't want to get too excited, we don't want to get too down, but what we need to do is uh. give ourselves time to get better. Um you know, I got agents in the field, I got agents, you know, on telesales and the best thing is just keeping your mind right, but you got to give yourself I mean, honestly, I think you got to give yourself like a strong 90 days to like really see where you are. But if you're actually putting in the time, the training at night, you know, not necessarily training during production time, but training like I do, I do training at nighttime. And now I run a, I run a zoom at night with like six agents and we're watching a YouTube video together on like the importance of this, the importance of these rebuttals. And we're doing it together. And then these people are, you know, these folks are coming on board using these rebuttals. I don't, we didn't have to do that, but I'm like, you know what? I'm watching it anyway. Who else wants to come and watch it with me? Mm -hmm. um, but you, you got to put in the time to learn and to get better. Um, you know, me personally, I, I haven't had a, I put, haven't put a strong emphasis on, you know, annuity business or, you know, or, you know, that auxiliary business. Right. So, I, I said, before I tackle Medicare, let me focus back on annuities and, and that sort of the world. Um, I have a few agents on my team that are doing those consistently. Why don't I know the insides and outs of them? Why don't I know the whole process? So that's my study guide for the next three to four weeks is focus more on that continuous learning. No doubt. You, you, you know, you're one of the first people um, – that I've heard that's, you know, done real well with the live transfers. I'd love for you to go into the mindset of live transfers a little bit and how that that's working for you and how that could work for, for, for agents. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's a source. I personally wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend to anybody doing it full time, 40 hours a week, because I think it can be a grind, but I think you could, you should start off with like a day or two of calls knowing as long as you have about, you know, 10 to 15 states to give you an ample, um, you know, flow of calls across the country and different times, um, make yourself available, you know, for those two days um, as much as you want. Like usually I turn on 8 a.m. and I turn off midnight. That's my Friday. And I may get calls all day long or I might get slow periods, but 
I definitely think you got to have, again, the right mindset. What's your ratio? Closing ratio is probably going to be, you know, shoot for 30%. Shoot for three out of 10. Um, if you shoot for three out of 10, you're, you're winning. You're, you're, you're getting better. Um, you know, then start to kind of analyze what you've, what you've done. Where, where did you mess up? What, you know, these clients, they've called into like a call center. They've gotten vetted a little bit. Then they're transferred to you. So they've already been on the phone for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Now it's Mm. up to you to kind of determine what's going to fit their needs, what's going to fit their budget quickly and, and get them qualified. Right. So when I don't sell something, I kind of look back and I go, how did I mess that up? Like this client wanted something. How did I uh, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like when, when you yeah. used to do in home and you leave the house, you're like, man, how did I screw that up? Like, so the same thing, how did I mess that up? So then I go back to, okay, maybe I took too long with this carrier. Maybe I was trying to get them the biggest, baddest, and they just needed something. And I should have gone with something that was a little quicker to process. Or, you know, if sometimes I'm going for the biggest, baddest policy that they can approve for, that they can get approved for, I just got to tell them, like, hey, this might take an hour. You got an hour to kind of go through this. And if they do, then I'm okay with it. And I'll sit there for an hour, hour and a half on a live transfer. Um, mm. But you got to know kind of which source you're going to go go to and go with. But I think before you turn on your dialers, mm. you got to have at least like, you know, like a good three, three carriers, like your go-tos. If you're trying to get kind of in and out of these appointments within, you know, 30, 45 minutes max. And then, like, for me personally, I I have a simple, like, a simple script that I sometimes read, but it's more so just very conversational. Uh, Takes down a lot of the the walls and the pressures um, early on in the call, just so that the client themselves doesn't feel like I'm a sales guy. They just feel like they're with somebody to, you know, that's going to try to get them protection. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, that in addition to other lead sources, again, every lead works a little bit. There's, no, there's yeah. nothing that, you know, there's the king chief. You know, I was talking to uh, to a gentleman the other day, and he says, I'd love to, you know, we're trying to bring him over. He's like, I'd love to try your lead. I'm like, bro, the one thing I can assure you is that the leads aren't magical. You want to try the lead? Yeah. Yeah, no, like, there's there's no magic to this. It's it's numbers game, it's volume, and it's actually you putting in a lot of work to get better and know your flaws. Like, I knew I had a lot of flaws when I was switched over from in-home to telesales um, because I was trying to make telesales almost identical to my in-home, which is very dry. So for me to have to ask a thousand questions to build value over the phone that was a stretch for me. So I put it on a piece of paper. I put it on my wall. I put it on my desktop and then I read it to make sure that I don't forget to say, you know, a, a thousand other extra questions. Hmm. That, it's more direct. It's very straight to the point. So I, I think like everybody has to have their, you know, their flow of how they're going to do this. 
So, Tier, since you're transitioning to telesales, you know, um, outside of the flexibility, what are some of the things that, you know, has really, really, really picked up and has made, you know, things scalable for you and your team? What are some of the diamonds um, in telesales? And don't get me wrong, there's diamonds in the field. Let's not get it confused. So if you were comparing the two to some degree, what are the, some of the diamonds in the telesales for someone looking to do that? Yeah, I mean, um, definitely no lead flow scarcity. Um, you know, you could even, you can get all types of leads from all over the place. You can use different systems to either, you know, you you dialing yourself, you taking live transfers, use different systems to text clients, to, you know, basically kind of drip on folks prior to them getting scheduled with you. Um there's all sorts of different options, but the biggest thing for me has been, and for my team has been the lead sources and the time. So like, I would never have thought like, okay, I'm not going to do anything production related between nine, nine AM and 6 PM Monday through Thursday. That's like, mm. why would I not be dialing on Monday? Why would I not be dialing on Thursday? Oh, because I actually have leads to dial all night, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. or 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. during peak time. So I'm just you, you have to be more intentional uh, with your time and um, just be more effective overall, I, I think. Love it, man. When you think about scaling and using something like a live dial system, live dial platform to, you know, to, to train and, and help your agency you know, the simplicity or the complexities of 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 telesales. What what does that training platform look like to you? What does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean I, I'm pretty straightforward with everybody on my team. You know, we're you know, when you're coming in it's um you know, we have our, our live dial zoom and um you know don't expect everybody to be talking all day long because we're all dialing and once we get a client on, it's an it's an opportunity to hear another agent handling the rebuttals, handling all of that. So um, just be prepared for that on the front end. Uh, we try to open it up as much as we can, and uh, we're always there. Um, for me, it's been a great platform during those daytime hours so that I can actually take people into other rooms and show them real time, at whether it's me on the phone with a client or we're doing a training about products or about how to pivot or about, um, you know, how to use the different, um, you know, platforms, toolkits, whatever it may be, how to pivot around very quickly. And I could share screens and the agents can share screens in all these different breakout rooms and everything. So that's been like number one for me. Um, and then like on Wednesday mornings, my team and I, you know, well, everybody on the, on the, the zoom, we've basically been doing Wednesday morning. It's kind of a time to, refresh, rebrand, figure out where your challenges were, how you're going to close out the day, the week on Wednesdays, how you're also going to put your foot forward next week. What are you going to change? What are you going to, you know, what mindset are you going to go into next week? Is it, you know, boo-hoo, you know, I had a bad week, or is it, you know, how am I going to correct this and move forward? And for me, those, uh, for a lot of folks, you know, those, 
the trainings definitely help folks and get um get them re-energized or refocused um i've always i've always kind of thought there's a limit of you know training and overtraining i think you need enough uh-huh. every single day to kind of kind of keep you going but you don't need to hide behind training to work right so like you still have to yeah, everybody has to dial the phone everybody has to reach out to clients everybody's texting everybody has to work in some capacity just don't overtrain yourself find somebody that you like um maybe you know listen to all their stuff and basically mirror them and i may not be that person like you know my person was somebody else and then i started getting into telesales and i mimicked somebody else and then i kind of stole from another person i said oh this is more like me this is more more my style and that's and then i've just been consistent with it I love it, man. A lot of good nuggets here. A lot of stuff for people to learn from, grow from, use for training. And, um, I, you know, nothing but big things on the horizon for you, T.A. You, you, you consistently bring it. And I appreciate the information here. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Jumpstart with my man, T.A. Brown. Thanks so much, brother. Appreciate you. God bless everybody. Make a big one.